back to Tales of the Gypsy. We, wait, what did we just do? Uh, we just read oh. all the texts about getting to meet us. Oh, that's right. Tales of the Gypsy. On our last episode, Jeff met the Gypsy. Part three. tries to divide us let's take solace in song to rebuild the detritus everything's great nothing is wrong so i finally meet her outside of a co-op i don't know if they're technically a co-op well they are and here's why (laughs) i found out through this past week. Spoiler alert, I met her again. <gasps> Double. Double gypsy! <laughs> that they, she only eats at co-ops. Wow, that is really specific and makes sense why she would live in Monaco. Exactly. Otherwise she wouldn't be able to eat. So, I go to this, um, we can just talk now, I don't have to read text anymore. I hope that wasn't too long of a segment, but we'll see. I don't know what she looks like. What? I'm trying to be zen and be like, uh, you know? Yeah, that's weird. So she's like, let's meet. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know. I, again, I don't know if she's a, like a young thing, a dead old thing. I don't know what's going on. You don't want to be just like walking around screaming, Amanda, Amanda. And then just hope that the gypsy ghost stands up and she's like, that's me. You know? Exactly. And you don't know how old she is because she sounds like she could seriously be like in her 80s. Yeah. I have no idea. And I don't. And I don't know what to expect. Um, so I'm walking around the co-op. I don't see anybody that looks particularly interesting. Um, <laughs> she, you don't see anyone wearing like a turban and bangles and has like a, uh, a tooth missing and is gazing into a crystal ball. So then I text her and I say, I'm here. And she goes, I'm outside. And I go, oh. oh. Then I go out and she is wearing like a sari. And okay, you, how did you miss that? Well, I, <laughs> she's just like, there's a couple people there, but she's pretty much one of the only people. And I just mm. walk up. Well, yeah, don't they close at like 10, 10 o'clock? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they were definitely closed almost. Well, they were almost Jesus closed, Christ. I think. Yeah, because great market. She asked by me the way. to buy her some food. <laughs> what for real? Yeah, wait, she she wouldn't say that she needed food or that she wanted you to buy it, she would say. Jeff, I sense that you will be gifting me nourishment. Now, you're like so spot on. You think you're being funny, but you're like <laughs> really, 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 really accurate. And they say accurate a lot, which is such a scientific oh. term hmm. to use. That seems that seems not... inaccurate to do. You know what? I guess um, acute used to mean something else. Like cute meant accurate. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. An accurate angle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Perfect. So I, I just kind of, she's talking to somebody at this table, spreading her gospel. And I just kind of walk up next to him. Hopefully that's the only thing she's spreading. (laughs) And her legs. (laughs) And she's wearing a sari and she's, she's probably, and it's actually hard to tell her age. Oh, no. She's probably like 60 or 50 something. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. Yes. You're right. Yes. But she's not a kid. And so I'm like, okay, so she's not just like chipmunks 
friend. She's like her definite like mama. I don't know. Mama. Something. Mama. I feel like we skipped over entire um segments. Did we? Of Tales from the Gypsy. Uh, okay. She goes, "You must be Jeff." And I'm just thinking like, "Shit, what have I done?" And she's wearing her little <laughs> sari and her big fluffy uh, Hindu pants. Wait, I didn't know Sari's head pants. No, no, no. Uh, what's a Sari? Maybe I'm thinking the wrong word. Uh, a Sari is just like a wrap dress that Indian people oh, wear. Oh, she's wearing like a headscarf. That's that's not that's like a, okay. a turban. I'm stupid. Yeah, not a Sari. So she basically is wearing a <laughs> turban. You're right. It's just like a scarf. She's wrapped wearing around a her gypsy head. turban. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing a headscarf. That's not a Sari at all. So, one of the very first things she does, again. It starts singing. <gasps> no way! Yes! Awesome. So, first of all, for a person who doesn't care about occupation or work, the very one of the first things she asked me is where I work. You must be Jeff. Jeff, my friend who I co-create with. Where, may I ask, do you work? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for playing your part. Yeah. And so I'm like, yep. um... I don't know what to say there for bleeping or anything. You collect body parts. I collect body parts. And she goes, ooh, that reminds me of a song. <gasps> and then she just starts singing random things that don't, again, like the first time. It's not real. So she just goes, in your eyes, I can see ah, something like that anyway. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready for my spiritual training in person, you know. I can try yeah. to figure out if you're like a con artist or just like an actual spiritual being who's just kind of wacky and crazy. Yeah, but just doesn't um, you know translate well over the phone. Right, exactly. So I'm like, okay, we're in person yeah. now, finally. But she does the exact yeah. same phone stuff. She just starts rambling her myopic worldview, Ooh. trying to draw like meaningless connections between just like the things that I'm smelling and whatever, you know? <laughs> Wait. Did you tell her that you smelled something, or was she just, like, also smelling with you in, in real life? Yeah, in IRL. real life, but she was just going, like, a lot of homeless have walked by since you've joined. What do you think that is? Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, she's the one who's asking you to buy her food, and she's complaining about the smell of it's homeless? You gotta be fucking kidding me. At this point, I'm, like, just still confused, and I don't know what, like, I don't know if she's... I can't tell what's going on if she's like bought into her own thing completely or if she's just like a serial murderer level genius you know <laughs> yeah you were in you're alone like, yeah you could have been murdered i could dude. be totally murdered and i actually oh. am a little bit afraid of it um and then she goes yes you should be she just says random stuff and she's like you have a tummy like my son oh my god you ah. Oh. Yeah. That's not cool. So, well, well, I sit down and she she has she's been eating these cheese curds from the co-op that you bought her. No, that I didn't buy her. And she's like, "Oh, what? Do you sense going in and getting more food?" You know, and she's like kind of basically <laughs> like saying like, "I I've been eating these cuz I thought you were going to buy me food earlier, but we can still partake." She's just basically saying if I can translate for food. her uh I thought we'd eat together and I'm because I wanted you to buy the food. But she yeah. says it in a way it's like Oh, our bodies connect when we're really sharing the same blah, 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 you know? We will be able to commune on an internal basis should we nourish ourselves together. Mm -hmm. And so 
we've been talking for like less than an hour and it's mostly her talking the way that it always goes yeah and, but now it's like uh you know 11 o'clock and she's like trying to go to bed and she's like but you're still in front of this co-op yeah so she says well why don't we get a hotel room so my partner <gasps> and i can all sleep in the same bed with you wait where's her partner at this time he's at like a tea shop around the corner so she texts him and says let's all you know meet up for sleeping and she's like the closest and nearer we are to sleep the better it is you know and i'm like oh and she's like huh, can you can you what are you sensing about being able to pay for a hotel room and i'm like oh it's a money cult they just mooch money off yeah. everybody you know which is yep. like what i was hoping but i'm like yeah oh what if they try to rape me in the bed you know yeah and probably I mean, mug me now too. there's two of them and yeah. there's only one of you and yeah. you've already like been um you know jerked around all day and it's literally like 10 hours later from when you were supposed to initially meet right um it seems real bad yeah so i'm just like well i only brought like 10 bucks so and then she's like yeah so i'm like can you pay for it and she's like well i've just been driving around i haven't made money in seven years <laughs> <gasps> oh my god yeah i'm like well how what you're eating cheese curds <laughs> and then she goes wait how did she get money for the cheese curds well i asked her and she said well i get money but i don't make money and I'm like, oh my god so i guess probably chipmunk and friends are just funneling money to her or something but why i mean chipmunk's not an idiot yeah i know but i don't i don't know i imagine that it's maybe chipmunk's parents money oh it's it's just deep. depressing yeah it's really sad so uh, at this point i'm just like sorry i'm not gonna pony up for a rape hotel no and so she says well, for let's... a money scam yeah, yeah. or a scam because i'm not yeah adult and she says well then let's sleep in our cars next to each other for the closeness on the street and that's when she tells me the uh text of um the address of where we are staying so yeah. luckily i have a friend so i'm like good sure sounds feels great and i just go and stay with him yeah because it's safe and you won't get raped by your friend yeah but don't you have to work in the morning so i have to work that night oh good the just the next day not in the morning thank yeah, god yeah i have to work the next day <sighs> yeah. that is a relief yes i don't know it was just a weird experience and so she drove from monaco just to sleep on the street because she was banking on you buying her a hotel for her and her Ex partner exactly Ugh. exactly yeah finally i found a spot just south of where we were does it feel good to crash here and for you to be close too? And shall I text you if anything changes? How does that feel? Yes, that feels good all around. My phone is low battery, so I'll turn it off until I wake up. Lol. <laughs> okay. So my hearts, plan... Hearts, hearts, purple hearts, hearts. So that's the end of the night. And my plan then is I go to my friend's house and I just turn my phone off so that she can yeah. never talk to me again. <laughs> 
Because yes. I don't want to... Originally, I'd be like, well, I'm a person who wants to do new things and experience things. You want to be open-minded that maybe be... she is actually connected to some spirituality that you don't quite understand. Yes, but after this experience of being like goose chased around all day and then yeah. trying to be mooched off of immediately yeah and i just had did a... you buy her food no <gasps> awesome yeah i was just like nope because I... she was banking on that too yes i was just like you know what i don't want to deal with her tomorrow it's just gonna be more of the same bs yeah it's, it's not good it's gonna and... be a time suck so I still am like, well, maybe Chipmunk is just being a money funnel or something for this lady. Yeah. But she's probably safe. I don't know. Because the lady I mean, seemed she's like an she, adult. She, she seemed like she could be maybe a serial murderer, but also. Oh, yeah. Because she was looking to me with like the most intense eye contact in a way when you're like a car salesman trying to really like burrow your deal. To use your mind control. Yes. To to wield your powers. Yeah, so I'm like, these are good tactics. I can recognize as a sociopath that these are very good tactics. <laughs> yeah, so you appreciated that. Yeah. And, you know, acknowledged her um, use of these different methods. Yes. But I just could not... <sighs> I just didn't want to deal with it again. And that night I hung out with my friend and his friends. Yeah. And we were just real people being like, ha ha ha, here's a joke, ba 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 ba. And I was like, yeah. this is so relieving to experience after being in this <laughs> After awful... an entire fucking day of Tales of the Gypsy. <laughs> exactly. So fucking, dude, you met her a second time, though. Yeah, so that was the first time, but I did meet her this week again. That's crazy. Do you want and me to read this? I'll go into it, um, yeah. but I think it'll be for a future thing. Yeah. Because this is like, I mean, these are taking a long time. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to oh, I, I love monopolize. It. Right before I talk about when I s- met her again, here's, the, let's just finish, let's finish the text conversation from the first let's, one. Yeah. So I hi, hang out hi, with my hi. friends and I say, that was fun. I'm just not going to oh, turn my phone on again and meet her tomorrow. Yeah. 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 You're just going to like live your life like a human being. Yes. Hearts, 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 purple hearts, 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 hearts. <laughs> Good morning. How did you sleep? Let me know as you awaken. Maybe we can meet. And so a triangulation call with Chipmunk. I, does she mean do a tri- triangulation call or so? I think she probably means do, but she's an old lady yeah. who can't text. She can't type. Maybe we can meet and do a triangulation call with Chipmunk. Okay, at the market. Where are you? Five, this five, has been five. Two, two hours later. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So, I just I actually have I turn my phone on and see this and turn it back off in case she tries to call me. But yeah. So I'm just like, nope. I'm ignoring you. You're crazy. Yeah. And bad. Um, oh, you skipped one. I skipped one. So I said, so this is like, ten o'clock. She sends the first one. <laughs> Then at 2 p.m. she sends the next one, and then five, five, five. at 11 p.m. she sends 555. Five, five. <laughs> okay, yeah. whatever that means. I say, ack, at 11 p.m. My phone died, apparently, and I couldn't find a charger. I went to the market for an hour, but didn't see you, so I thought I'd check out the teas. We, we said we'd meet at a tea store. And yeah. then wait there if maybe our energy was going to connect, but blah. 
I guess I'm not cut out for this. I clearly am unable to register any sort of meaningful co-creation. <laughs> I sensed you yesterday morning at the market and relied on you phoning. I could get better at this co-creation thing too. Sensing I may be in Monaco for a bit. We could meet again, yes? No. I can't just go to Monaco every day. You can't just, like, drive back and forth from Monaco to where you live, uh, like, every fucking day. Yeah. 444. <laughs> so Hi. I've decided at this point, I'm like, oh, I'm better co-creation. Sorry. Bye. That I'm just like, I'm done. Bye forever. You know? See you never. Yeah. So that's. But she's still, like, trying to wield her mind control. Yeah. Oh, I sensed you at the place you weren't. Mm, good try, you know. Mm-hmm. But. 444. 555. I, maybe she, I, Which I feel is like actually a, an intentional typing of like magic. Yeah, I think she's trying to summon magic numbers. She's like, I'm hearing four, four, four. But so I just don't like, respond. Depending on what type. Yeah, I mean, otherwise she's trying to hit the R on the keyboard, but accidentally making it to numbers. And it's just R. <laughs> Tales from the gypsy. Pirate witch ghost R. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think that's the case at, at all. No. So that was last year. So that year. was last year. And now... Should we end on that? Yeah, we'll end on that note. Do a little wrap. To be continued tales of the gypsy. <laughs> Attention all students! Phoenix University is seeking student volunteers to test new jetpack prototypes for the Revengineering program. Apply online at fenix.edu today. Phoenix University, looking out for you. Forever now. Thomas the Tank Engine. Tank engine romance Forever now Thomas the tank engine Tank engine time Last time on Atlas Chugged Thomas and Ashima were flirting hard but they didn't want to reveal their feelings. Hopefully, that won't end in tragedy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Also, Don't... I think that Thomas in- invited Ashima to sleep with him, right? Oh, kind yeah. Of... And she said... I don't know. Did they sleep? They said that... Oh, they can't sleep, right? Because they can't age. I don't, I don't know. Sleeping is what makes you age. He, he invited her to take up room in his shed. Yeah, that's definitely a sleepover. Mm-hmm. But we're about and to find out if that a happens. A secret. And she has a secret. Oh, it's a burp. You're welcome. Should I keep narrating? Do you want me to narrate or do you want to narrate? I don't care. I'll keep going. I think this last part's smaller. Mm. This should be the end of section one, part one. Forever now. Later that night. The rest of the engines at Tidmouth. Well, the rest of the engines at Tidmouth. <laughs> <laughs> Titty mouth. Titty Mouth had been asleep for quite some time, save the two cozily situated face-to-face in the end shed. Faint laughter heard in the darkness as they were just finishing their third round of 20 questions. Ooh. 
Ashima <laughs> sighed. Thomas laughed. You only have one more question left, he gloated quietly. And I even gave you a freebie and narrowed it down to a fruit. You're not being British. Oh, <laughs> oh you're right. Remember right. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Thomas laughed. You only have one more question left, he gloated quietly. And I even gave you a freebie and narrowed it down to a fruit. Well, I can't imagine a citrus fruit that's smaller than a watermelon, but not a lime, a lemon, orange, or grapefruit. She huffed in a whisper. That's the point. Come on, one more, he grinned. Her eyes squinted in concentration as he shifted slightly back and forth on the track in excitement. It's going to be something really bizarre. I don't even know what to ask. I give up. She sighed again. <sighs> she could feel how giddy he was at finally stumping her as, she, as he snickered. You're sure you give up? Yes. What is it? She groaned at defeat. He blinked as he looked at her, holding her in suspense. A kumquat, he stated flatly. Her eyes rolled and he beamed. Yes, I finally got you. What is a kumquat? She asked incredulously. I don't know. I just know it's a citrus fruit that looks like an orange but isn't an orange. Hero was telling me about them. They're very ornate. They're very ornate. They're very ornate and grow from where he's from. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're the one who's supposed to be Indian, I think. They're very ornate and grow from where he's from. Ugh. She sighed. Then she smiled. Fine. You finally got me. I hope they're playing like strip 20 questions and she's going to yeah. take off her shell. She's, they're just like bloody piles of <laughs> tank engine penis. <laughs> her eyes but met. What? British people or British people colonized the Indians. Yeah, I know. No, I know. It's okay for her to yeah. be British. It's more yeah. romantic if they're the same uh, accent. Mm. Fine, you finally, finally got me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so much better at accents than I. <laughs> her eyes met his momentarily and then dropped to look down. The conversation <laughs> dropped to look down. The conversation faded to silence as they sat in the dark, and Thomas noted a blush creep up the sides of her face as she continued to stare at the tracks in the space between them. That reminds me, he said quietly, his own gaze shifting down. What reminds you? She asked, almost guiltily, as she looked up at him. There was a pause as he took in a little breath. The fact that you're blushing right now, he replied, meeting her eyes. Her gaze turned sheepish as he continued. You said before that there was something you would have missed. He could sense her embarrassment as her eyes shifted away again. And I was wondering if it would have been anything to do with what I would have missed that I didn't want to tell you with anyone else around, he finished gently, hoping to ease her discomfort a bit. She looked at him and he saw the smile in her eyes as she gained a bit of confidence. It's a little embarrassing because it's somewhat of a confession on my part, she said softly as her color deepened. The corner of his mouth turned up into a little smile and he felt his own color heightened slightly. How about... You tell me your embarrassing confession, then I'll tell you mine. Their eyes met, and they felt the playing field level out. She let out a heavy sigh. <sighs> All right, but don't laugh. As long as you don't laugh at me, he looked at her affectionately. There was another momentary pause as she gathered up her courage. Your climate is quite different from what I'm used to, and I get cold easily, especially at night. She watched his eyes glint slightly. I've been waking up in the middle of the night because I'm so cold, and when that happens, I... Her voice trailed off, and she bit her bottom lip softly. 
He smiled enduringly as his gaze shifted down. You tuck up closer to me, like this, he finished for her, as he closed the space between them just until their buffers hit with a soft little tink. I mean, I'm already amazed that the engines can blush and that it's visible at night, but the, the tank... Okay, here we go. To be perfectly honest, if you would have left me before, I think, for the first time, I would have woken up cold in the middle of the night. She gasped softly. How did you know? I'm always awake before you are. Her eyes looking deeply into his directly in front of her. No, you're not, he replied softly, meeting her gaze. I'm... Usually a pretty light sleeper. I knew it every time you did it. His eyebrows rose slightly along with hers. And I knew it when you woke up every morning and backed up a little bit. And every night after you had settled in closer to me and fallen back to sleep, I'd imagine... His voice caught and he stopped. Oh, Ashima, my confession is so much worse than yours. He laughed nervously as he searched her. Every night as he faced her and she slept... He imagined himself doing something so brazenly outrageous, so disturbingly unnatural in their world, that it would be normally next to impossible to execute if the desire should be there, which it wasn't because they didn't have to think that way normally. Something so humanly epic in its nature, it would probably make his fellow engines gag violently from the mere sight of it if anyone were to see him do it. He wanted to do it. God, he wanted to do it, and he knew from the hours he had spent scrutinizing it during the middle of the night, all he'd have to do was push their buffers in because they'd happened to line up so ideally. Everything about it seemed so perfectly perfect. But she'd leave, and he'd never see her again, and... You owe me a redeeming chance at 20 questions. No, hold on. Oh. No, you're doing great. Did, was he... Does he try and... Does he want to rape her? I think he wants to kiss... Because this is the kisses. They're going to have kisses. Oh, Remember? The okay. pictures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just seems like... Is this about ethics? I think it is. I'm so confused. You owe me a redeeming chance at 20 questions. She whispered, her gaze discreetly dropping to his lips and then back up to lock into his stare. His eyebrow quirked slightly as he caught what she was implying. All right, he murmured in reply. Could this really be what it seemed? Did she purposely drag that blink out like that? He wondered. He took in a deep breath and let it out before continuing. I'm thinking of an action. Her breath caught in her throat. This couldn't possibly be... She blinked quickly. Is it a gesture? She asked. His pulse started to pick up speed and he felt a little shaky inside. Yes, he whispered, and gently pushed against her buffers just a tad. Her eyes looked down at the sudden pressure. And is it kind of a human thing to do? She met his eyes again and slowly locked her brakes, just to make sure she didn't slip backward as he crept closer. The corner of his mouth ticked upward a little. Yes, it is. The closeness was driving him mad as the tips of their noses touched gently alongside each other. I think I'm going to need another hint. She said softly, her eyes roaming his face. What would make you want to do it? His heart raced as her gaze stilled in his... You want to do it when you fall in love. Oh, Thomas. She breathed shakily. You got me again. I think you should just give me the answer now. Ashima, he whispered emotionally. 
he whispered emotionally <laughs> as their <laughs> eyes slid closed and they flattened their buffers against each other, gently pressing his lips to hers. Time ticked by as they melted into one another. Everything about their existence was so untouchable, so cold and hard, but not here, not within the warm softness of their embrace. You're incredible, he breathed against her after a while, the featherlight movement over his lips as, she, as he spoke, making them both gasp softly as they experienced a romantic caress for the very first time. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got to the kissing already. <laughs> but I decided to do this one. He took her lips in his once more before slowly pulling off of her to instinctively touch his forehead to hers. Their eyes opened as all of the insecurity and doubt was pushed aside and they stared straight into the depths of each other's soul. He noticed the smile in her eyes as she explored his deepest realm and then he felt it. They had done this before. He didn't know when, he didn't know how, but he was sure of it. His forehead pressed to hers as his gaze roamed around the familiar territory of her innermost existence. The gravity of their connection rocked them as Ashima slowly closed her eyes, pushing against him into a repeat of the kiss. Only this time, her lips gently closed around his bottom one, and his eyebrows rose slightly at the heightened intimacy she was creating with such a subtle little change. They shared a moment of pure bliss, locked tightly in their embrace, and he felt her soft smile against him while he smiled slightly back. Yes, the fit truly was perfectly perfect. Overwhelmed with emotion, he felt happy tears pressing and couldn't stop one from escaping the corner of his eye and making a warm trek down the side of his face. You can snuggle up to me any time you want to, he smiled. It's the best thing I've ever known. Her lip quivered and tears rimmed her beautiful eyes. Okay, she whispered. And so she just did that. No, and so she did just that. (laughs) (laughs) As she tucked up tightly to him, she snuggled closer than she had ever been before. The warm cheek tenderly nestled into his as their eyes slid closed, and they slowly drifted into a peaceful, restful, together. Nope. A peaceful... (laughs) I messed up the whole last line. And they slowly drifted into a peaceful, restful sleep. Together. (laughs) Wait, this is what I've been waiting for this whole time. The comments. The comments. That was Forever Now, part one, section one, part 18. (laughs) (laughs) the final part of part one section one that that concludes part one section one of forever now by tank engine romantic thank you for bearing through with us (laughs) that was so long so i'm actually surprised they're kissing already yeah it was right straight into it i thought they're gonna have like a unrequited love situation for about 14 parts yeah most most of our lives like it's part one of three so i thought like maybe at the end of part one they like well, there's you know. gonna be there's gonna be some sort of um, distress and then uh, resolution. Climate. Yeah, but we know there's an accident. What a what a in media res and yeah. then to go back. We also had a weird prologue about a pilot. Yeah. So a lot of unanswered questions right now. Yeah, I can't. But I am genuinely uh, surprised that they they kissed though. I miss Dr. Carson. Dr. I miss Berg. Dr. Carson and Dr. Berg are my two favorite characters. I yeah. hope they come back. Me too. So, I actually don't want it to be about a Thomas because I like Dr. Berg and Carson better. Me too. Should we read the, the comments or? Yeah. Do you have any more thoughts before we read the comments about 
uh, we, we learned what shunting is, maybe. I, which is just trains. I'm going to watch that train simulator that you sent of Thomas. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to watch that video of the race that was recorded between where Thomas and Ashima um, tied mm. for Victor. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go through the comments and see what people have yeah, to say. Yeah, I'll be Tank Engine Romantic because she is a female in her 30s. So I take it the locomotives in your cannon have organic human-like organs underneath their steel outer shell? Other than that, I'd say this is off to a great start. <laughs> Which to me is like the basic <laughs> premise of your world is totally deeply flawed. Otherwise, great. <laughs> It's a pretty pretty rude comment. <laughs> totally nice, totally normal, organic human-like organs. Uh, so then, and then they also say, though the 1994 prologue intrigues me greatly. Hopefully, we'll get some answers on that further. Oh, don't worry. This is a full-size trilogy, so in due time, everything shall be explained. And yes, did you read the "What am I reading"? on my page with the 20 questions illustration. That is where I explain my platform for basing forever now. Yes, I wanted to kick Thomas up a notch, so I decided to map a sentient engine biologically and figure out how they work. The way I've written especially these first sections of forever now, through the characters you'll learn about their biology, but it would help if you'd read that section. Also, make sure you read my bio, as it explains how I do my fine art, which are the illustrations which go along with these sections of the books. Other than that, I'm so glad that you stopped by and started my book. I hope not to disappoint. And I guarantee you've probably never read anything like Thomas quite like this before. (laughs) I'm going to skip the next couple. Then it goes, Wowza! (laughs) I wonder how Thomas ended up in the hospital, in quotes, because it's not, clearly it's not a real hospital if Dr. Burke <laughs> Unlicensed <there>. doctors. <laughs> From Jersey and uh, Dr. Burke shunned off his homeland. But I love the extended ending of TGR. Now, what is TGR? The next generation? No. Thomas goes rowdy, raunchy. <laughs> Thomas, I, greedy, there railroad. There must be a short story she wrote. That included something. So this must be – so her comment, you can read, but it looks like this maybe uh, came after something Teton Gravity else. Research. No, I have no idea. This is so, so confusing. There's more? Yeah. So she says she had an, ex- uh, an extended ending to TGR, which set up a new first kiss scenario. So there was an old first kiss scenario, which is my new band name. <laughs> I wish there was an easy way to find out more about her writing because I don't I don't see anything that could be TGR yeah I mean there probably is something somewhere but um oh my god there's so many fucking chapters (gasps) the great railway show no that's TGRS we'll figure it out we'll we'll yeah we'll figure it out well for now that's the end of to be continued Mm-hmm. Part one, section one, finished. <laughs> to be continued in part one, section two, part one. Oh, I think you should definitely read Mad Girls 3761. Oh, and yeah. her response to that is, woot, woot, the anticipation is intense. I'm curious as to what the 1994 prologue, the prologue is all about. 
prologue. Everyone wants that prologue. I Everybody wants that prologue. Here's the big question of this this episode. Thomas feels like they've done this before. Yes. Is there some sort of train memory eraser? Is Sir Topham like oh like some math lobotomizing because they have a brain, right? So okay, like. Are they people that have been put into the trains? Oh. How do they make So when they were alive them? people, they might have had a romantic relationship. I don't know. I don't know how they become human-y tank engines. It would make sense if Thomas was the boy flying the plane in that prologue, and then he died and turned into a train. I guess it doesn't actually make any sense. I'm going to go through, I mean... Oh, Fernie Sticklers, I realized I read the uh, prologue. I read the dad's voice as the kid's voice. Mm. And then I switched to dad voice later, but. I mean, I'm seeing some pictures that are relevant. Are you going to spoil the show again? No, I'm just saying that I'm seeing some relevant pictures that might have to do with what we're talking about. It's just. I, I thought that she said that there was, like, a diagram of their innards. Oh, yeah. You know, like, where we could see how how to dissect them. Oh, there's a 101. Oh, my God. Have you seen this? No. Oh, shit. <gasps> oh, my God. It's a um, combined, literary, combined force literary effort of Tank Engine Romantic and Mad Girls 3761 who said woot woot. Oh. Whoa. Whoa, dude. What's it called? This is changing everything. Here, I'll just oh, uh, no. copy paste it over to you. This is crazy. We just hit the jackpot. Is is this about Thomas still? Yeah. Yeah, they co-wrote something. Oh, yes. This is what I read from on that first episode that we read about it. Oh, weird. Because it says Thomas's wheels felt like buckling beneath him. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So this is like it's not associated yep. with part of Forever Now. No, this is a this is a spin-off almost. Yeah. So this is the spin-off. I we could read this at one point, maybe during a a, a break. This one's real racy. Oh, is it? This one has a lot of kisses. <laughs> is it only kisses? Is it gonna just be reading about kisses forever? I think so. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's as no. much as they can get on top of each other. <laughs> There's got to be like a way where they get their crane friend to like lift one of them up and plant them. <laughs> or... <laughs> You're really thinking about this. <laughs> well, I have to. We're only at part one, section one, and they've already kissed, you know. There's, got, like there's more to do. More than 15 sections. <sighs> oh, boy. And we just got through one section. It took us like four weeks. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying you're right. that this is going to be a separate show <laughs> because it's so long. It's so goddamn awful. <laughs> There's some awful? poetry. I just found poetry. Oh, no. Somewhere we got to save all this for later. Maybe on an off week we can um, use the poetry. Ashima, I love you. Yeah, like, fuck, dude. Is that real? Yeah, dude. Everything's <laughs> real. Nothing is fake. Everything's great. Nothing is real. Yep. 
Yep. Oh. You're welcome. Thank you. Yep. I can't believe we got through part one. I cannot believe that there are videos of the shunting race. <laughs> it's really real. It's getting real real. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Everything's podcast at gmail.com. 